You love your weekly dose of bacon as my podcast, but you need even more bacon. Well, just go over to baconismypodcast.com. You can engage even more with us over there. It's a pathway to our music, extra content, our social media pages. Most importantly, grab yourself some pretty sweet swag and put it all over your body parts. Again, that's baconismypodcast.com. Listen to some tunes, pick up some merch, and tell us, what's your bacon? Then all my dreams could come true, and I could yeah. get free Taco Bell. That's... <laughs> Gold. That- That's why I started a band. Bacon. Bacon is my podcast. Bacon. Bacon, Bacon is my podcast. Bacon. Bacon is my podcast. Bacon. What is up, everybody? And welcome to another Monday edition of Bacon is my podcast. They're all Monday editions. Yeah, well, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't say that because maybe people listen on Tuesday. Oh, they could. Yeah. Well, we're we, we put it out on Monday. So well, whatever day it is, yeah. happy day. I'm Jimmy G. I'm Mike. This is Mike. And this is Chris, Christina Chris from the band Kaleido. What is going on? Hey, what's up? What's How are you? Great, great. How are you doing today? Wonderful. Nice. Where are you uh, speaking to us from? Where are you coming at us from? I, I see this is a, you got an awesome like handprint. Yeah, door going behind you. I am coming at you from Riverside, California. Uh, then all my dreams could come true, and I could yeah. get free Taco Bell. That's <laughs> gold. And that- That's why I started a band. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Very cool. So like. So I'm in his daughter's room right now. That's great. That's cool. So like, did did you guys, are you guys doing a whole full length? Are you doing EP? What are you, what are you doing? Uh, I don't know. We're just, we're doing a, I don't know. Like if we're going to release them as an entire album or an EP or a singles, but we're doing an album's worth of music. Awesome. Nice. Lots of songs. And how how long are you there for? Uh, As long as it takes. <laughs> that's um, one of those deals. Yeah, yeah. Uh Mike's great, man. Uh my band has toured with Alien Ant Farm uh for many years. They actually took us on our very first national tour and and we have done songs together in the past. So we're back uh doing some more. And yeah, we're just cr- cracking away. Um so far we've got like all the instruments recorded and finished and now we're starting to do vocals. That's awesome. awesome. Now, did you do um, the the new single "Panic in a Pandemic"? Did you do that with him as well, or somewhere? No, else? not nope. I did that one with our boy Michael Martinson. He's in a band called Boys of Fall, and I did that one in Michigan. Nice. Cool. So you guys are everybody still in Michigan? You guys live in Michigan? Is that like where you're? Um, in are you out in California now? Or yeah, we're from D- Detroit. Um, I've been, I've been out in LA now for about five months, um, just working on stuff. So I'm back and forth, um, between Michigan and California. Nice. So, so you're in recording a record. Uh, do you doing, um, do you, did you have all the songs written beforehand? Are you doing any writing in the studio? Um, how are you guys, how are you guys approaching that part of it? Um, we had all the songs, uh, recorded like demos. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we just started like tackling them, but we're doing some like pre-production and stuff and, and changing things here and there. But for the most part, they were like all the way written. Nice. Okay, cool. I actually just recently introduced him to like writing as you go. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. over the past, what, like four years Something or so? Like that, yeah. <clears throat> he, he's, he's very much a, like, I'm going to sit down with an acoustic guitar and have it all ready to go. And then everybody had their flavor. And then I, I just, I, I have like all the equipment to do drums and everything. And he's like, what, what, what's happening? Because right, yeah. what? he would ask me, he's like, you have any ideas? I'm like, no, let's just figure it out. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> how, do, how do things happen like that? What, how, what is your guys' process? Is yeah, what like, do you guys do? You bounce things back and forth or? Yeah, you know, I, I've definitely done it all different types of ways. I've done mm-hmm. it like that, just gone in and created right on the spot and then cut it right away. Or, you know, collected uh, a group of demos and then go in and, and 
record them for real. Um, but we kind of just do, you know, a little bit of both, like a little bit of everything, like however it comes to be, it comes to be sometimes, most of the time, recently, uh, Joey, who's the drummer in Kaleido, but he also does all of the writing um, of the music for the band. He will like send me an idea and then I'll write to it. And then we do send stuff back and forth like that. But we have, we've over the years done it a lot of different ways. And I, I don't really have a favorite way. Like if, if it does strike you to just like come up with something on the spot, cool. Or if you have something that, you know, you're, you have the music and then you're going to write lyrics to it, or you have like a lyrical idea and then you're going to put music to it. Just kind of whatever, however it flows out, you know? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, have, as a writer, are you one that, um, do you have like journals of lyrics and do you do that? Or do you kind of put lyrics to melody on the spot or do you kind of do both? I do both. Yep. I have like, you know, some old school like notebooks, like when I get inspired or, you know, just have an idea, I'll jot it down. Also, I use like my phone a lot for that. If I'm like walking, I tend to like go on walks and just kind of get inspired and like will jot it in my phone. Um, but then also too, sometimes it's just like I spit some stuff out and it just like happens on the spot. Other times I do take the music and I go back to my notes and I'm like, oh, this would fit there. Cool. So it's like, yeah, again, it's just kind of however it comes out. How, how long is the list of uh, ideas you have on your voice notes? <laughs> Hunt thousands. That shit. I just got a new phone recently, actually. And like for whatever reason, when I was getting everything transferred over to it, like they weren't showing up for a second. And I was like, <sighs> oh, panic, right? Oh, my God. Where'd they go? But they ended up showing up. <laughs> Same thing with my uh, voice note, like the voice memos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah. well, like they were all gone at first too, and I was like, "What?" Like I hope they're in the cloud. Like my cloud's <laughs> always out of space. So, I, but yeah, luckily I, I got them all back. Nice. Okay. Nice. Yeah. That that's that's scary. Like the thought of not having those is like, oh, that's everything now. <laughs> so. Yeah, you, you have yeah. that panic when it's like, oh, I lost this thing that I haven't listened to in a year, but I'm going to at some point. It's yeah, I can't be without it. <laughs> right? Yeah, I think like all the storage in my phone is it goes to to the notes and the voice memos mostly. Yeah. Mine too. The I, I imagine that the storage in my phone looks a lot like the uh, the drawer with all the notebooks in it, just right, haphazardly piled on each other. <laughs> like, yeah lyric sheets coming out of the side and stuff. And it's like, that's my notes too. It's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, so now that the world is kind of opening up and stuff like that, do you guys have a plan or are you guys going to hit any of the festivals? What, what is your, what is your game plan for, uh, playing shows soon? Uh, we actually have a tour lined up, but I can't announce it yet because it hasn't, um been announced so i can't i can't gotcha. release gotcha. it but i can tell you that we do have a tour booked it's in august and um what one thing that was just announced today is i will be a stowaway on the shiprocked cruise in january of 2022 awesome. so yeah awesome. the world's opening back up and uh we're like right there ready to hit the ground running with it and stay tuned for that tour announcement should be happening pretty soon. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. I, I man, I want to go on ship ship rocked so mm -hmm. bad. My my wife gets seasick. We went on one cruise and she got totally seasick. And I keep like anytime the, the lineups come out, she's like, oh, I miss live music. I'm like, we need to go on this. <laughs> but um, you mentioned you're on the stowaways. Can you explain to people what the stowaways is? Because I don't yes. think a lot of people know what that's mm -hmm. that's about. So the stowaways is kind of like, like you know, it's pretty famous and, and often a lot of people's most favorite part about Shiprock because it is a group of like just random musicians and members from a bunch of different bands that come together to perform on the boat. So I did it in the past and my group was Dave Buckner, who used to play drums in Papa Roach. It was Joey Fava from my band on acoustic guitar. And uh, Bumblefoot was on guitar. And uh, Phil Buckner, who um, was on bass. So it's like a group of 
different people like this year there's people there's a few people from black label society i saw anthrax um nita strauss is, uh, yeah so all of these um musicians like you just kind of like make a little band they're the stowaways and everybody will like perform different songs from and and bounce around with like different groups to do different songs so it's pretty it's pretty unique and it's definitely a lot of people's favorite part of Shiprock. but then there's also bands that perform on there as well too so this year i'll be on there as a stowaway and i don't know how it will uh turn out like who's who am i going to perform with what songs am i going to do i don't know yet but it's going to be rad that's awesome. that's awesome it's super cool do you also uh, just a real quick about yeah. the first time i went on Shiprock, i was a little bit nervous that i might get seasick and i was like i have to sing like i i can't be feeling sick you know i got one of these like patches from my doctor that i put on and i was fine so maybe have your wife give that a shot might help okay it's like a little patch and you put it on like a day or two before you like get on the water and it's supposed to to help you out might want to give that a shot okay i'm gonna have to try not to i gotta try and find a friend with a boat (laughs) test it out first. yeah test it out first test the theory steps yeah Yeah. there you go Uh, i was gonna ask so doing something like stowaways um I know that there are some some musicians like love the idea of uh, jamming or, or unprepared and and love to just jump up and do stuff. And then there are some musicians that are like, I want to be prepped. I want to know what's up. I want to make sure that I'm on top of everything. Where where do you fall in that? Do you like? Are you one that just would you'll jump up and just start doing stuff fearless? Yep. Or are you nice? Yeah, yeah, totally. And actually, there was a band a live band karaoke in the like bar casino area of the ship when I was on a few years ago and they would just have a list of songs that the band knew. And like, I jumped up in at like 6am and did like a Foo Fighters song. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty used to doing that. Um, but I do, you know, I, I'm, I'm probably not going to just like jump up and do something that I have no clue of like a song I've never heard before, you know, like I, I want to know what I'm doing, but yeah, I'll try some, try some random <laughs> random, random you, never you, you never know what you get out of that. Sometimes you're like, "Oh, I found this new part of my voice I can use now." Yeah, I just I didn't know I could do that. You said you said live band karaoke. It just so happens that Jim is a victim of uh, live I'm, band I'm, karaoke. I'm very much a victim yeah. of live band karaoke. Yeah, he does. I, he does bartending. I, I bartend at a at a place that the night that I bartend is live band karaoke. So I'm, I'm extremely oh, familiar with that. And then they'll people random people will always. I don't ever get a choice. They I, I get like coming up next is Jimmy from behind the bar, and I'm like, what? And I go up and they're like, you're singing Katy Perry. And I'm like, I guess I'm singing Katy Perry. I guess. <laughs> that sounds Let's, fun. I didn't, I didn't see that one. So it's, it's a good time. I never uh, saw that one. Oh, I, I've, I've gotten hit with a few. I've gotten hit with a few of those. Uh, Killer You Ought to Know, though. Uh, thank you. I, I, love, I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I love that song. I love that whole album. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that song is, that song is definitely a go-to of mine if I were yeah. to karaoke. Like I used yeah. to do that song. I was like playing in a cover band. We would always do that song. People love it's, it. It's so fun to sing. Do you want to? You want to f- hear something crazy? She's going on tour this summer for the 25th anniversary of that album. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, so crazy. Man, I, I, I love that "Jagged Little Pill." That record was like so influential so to me. Uh, coming up, I just was like a huge fan of like female singer songwriters. Like probably like duh. Like I've learned to play guitar. And I was like, that album, like, really inspired me. Yeah. yeah. The writing is great. She just sounds so good. I remember getting that album and, like, listening to it back to front, like, like a few times in a row, just because I was so struck by, like, how um, how raw her vocals sounded. And uh, and I was just amazed because up until that point, like, a lot of um, the stuff I was listening to at the time, like, I was metal and punk and all that kind of stuff and then i i heard you ought to know and i was like oh, i love this song I, I need this song i need to know what this is and having having taylor hawkins flea and dave navarro well, as your yeah. backing band doesn't also hurt not a bad either thing. yeah but man her her, her ugh, that whole yeah. record man i forget so somebody good. somebody really good is opening up and i forgot who it was that's I how i found out about i think it. it's isn't garbage going on with them yeah yeah garbage yeah, i think i think it's got i i saw alanis morissette and garbage on tour like when I first moved to New York 
they were, they were playing at like a like a theater, like I think the Beacon, yeah, or something like that. And it was like uh, this. It was a smaller show, and I was like, Alanis Morissette and Garbage, sweet, awesome. <laughs> that <laughs> is awesome. I'd love to see that lineup. So, so you've done a lot of touring. So tell us what are what are some of your favorite spots? And and you and it sounds like based on your pizza order and your right. answer about the bacon, where's the best place to eat? Don't go away. We'll be back right after these messages. All right, we got to take a quick time out. As you can probably tell by now, Jim and I, we're t-shirt guys. And we're always, always looking for the most comfortable and best fitting t-shirts possible when it comes to ourselves or our merch. Sometimes they're soft and they unravel in a few washes. Sometimes they're durable, but they feel like sandpaper on your nipples. And that's just not our thing. Well, maybe it's Jim's thing, but it's definitely not my thing. And... You know, sometimes you clean your shirts and from sweating uh, at work or on stage, they just kind of get all funky even after you clean them. Well, Fresh Clean Tees is a solution for all your t-shirt woes. With multiple styles and colors, they keep you looking so fresh and so clean. Go to baconismypodcast.com, click on the sponsors tab, and click on the Fresh Clean Tees link and start looking great and feeling great without spending a fortune. Again, that's baconismypodcast.com. Click on the Sponsors tab, then scroll to that Fresh Clean Tees link to start looking comfortable and stylish at affordable prices. Do you have any must-stops? Uh, this is going to be this is going to be a weird answer because I don't know a lot of people are going to be like, what the hell? But Waffle House. <laughs> no, 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 no. What no, the hell? No, Waffle House is key on tour. Listen, yeah, there's no Waffle Houses in Michigan. And so yeah. when I'm on tour, I don't know, I just want it. And, like, I want it a lot. It's cheap. It's fast. It's open 24 hours. I love they it. They cook it in front of you? They cook it in front uh, of you? It's Biscuit like. And gravy? <laughs> it's so good. That's my, that's so my good. jam. And That's, the pecan waffles, so oh, good. Oh, so yeah. good. Yeah, I, I we don't have that here in New York either. So yeah, it's just road. We actually it's on the road food. We uh we do video stuff on the side, and we we travel. And I don't remember what state it was, but there was a Waffle House literally right across the street, and we were like, "That's gonna happen." Yeah, That's gonna happen, and it did, and it destroyed us. Yeah. Oh well, I'm like so like I haven't been touring, you know. Obviously, like no one has. Um, and I definitely miss, I miss the Waffle House. I haven't been anywhere where there is one, so that's like I'm looking forward to that with like the touring. I'm like, yeah, Waffle House again. Now, do you do you map it out? Like you know the spots that you're going, and you're like, okay, cool. And you hit Google Maps, and you go, okay, nearest Waffle House. And do you map that out at all? No, I haven't had to do that yet. I've just like they're always like you know you pretty common, especially a, yeah. when you're going down south. But that's uh, maybe this time I'm gonna try that. Like, <laughs> hey everybody, here's our tour itinerary, and um, yep, you're gonna notice that like scheduled in there is the stop at Waffle House every chance we get. Every chance, because it, <laughs> whenever I leave, whenever I leave the state, I always make sure that I, I know where the Wawas are, and that's like major. Yeah, Wawa's out here. There's I don't there's no Wawa's Midwest, there's no Wawa's, I don't think. No, no, I don't think so. I think uh, that's Sheets, right? Sheets, sheets. yeah. Yeah. We're sheets a fan of Sheets and Wawa's as well. Mm -hmm. The guys like those. Yeah, I'm a I'm I'm a fellow Midwesterner. Um I grew up in Indiana, so just just underneath you. And uh my I have family up in Michigan also, but like all the way up in like Ironwood, so it's like up in almost Canada. That's like a yeah, that's like a whole nother world. It is a whole other world. You drive up there and you're like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Smell parking in restaurants. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so I'm, I'm familiar with the uh, with the the lack of Waffle Houses and the lack of uh, lack of Wawas. Yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> it is unfortunate very much. <laughs> you got we got Denny's. We got Denny's out there, which is not nearly as good. Yeah. No. no, but that's sometimes you got to do the Denny's. If there's no Waffle House, that it's actually Beautiful. a common one for us as well. Yeah, yeah, I agree. 
Option B. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Close second. Uh, I was going to ask you about like, like, so touring, food. <laughs> um, also, are there like, what are the spots that you haven't yet hit touring that you're really looking forward to hitting? Is there anything where you're kind of like, um, do, you, do you have a checklist? Are you like, I've won all 50 states and I've done this many or anything like that? Yeah, um, I have literally done every state besides Hawaii and Alaska. So okay. I would like to check those two off. That would be really rad. Um, but I think besides the Hawaii and Alaska, I think I've done every single state. Nice. Wow. That's awesome. That's, yeah. that's really cool. Like, yeah. I think I think uh, I think I still have like nine that I haven't been in. I have quite a few. I have definitely years. like maybe not played in every state, but I've driven through oh, yeah. every yeah. state. But I, I'm pretty sure I'm. Yeah, I, I, I when I try to like think of all the shows we played. Yeah, <laughs> Hawaii would be dope, don't you think? Oh, I've been I've... to Hawaii and it is absolutely dope. It's super, super cool. Um, we went and like rode ATVs through where they shot like Kong and Jurassic Park and stuff. And it's just, wow! it looks, it looks just like that. You drive through and it's like, oh, look, there's an amazingly beautiful waterfall. Oh, look, I can see the bottom of the ocean and there's all kinds of brightly colored fish. <laughs> this is, this is very picturesque. It's, it's so cool. It's absolutely awesome. So I highly recommend it. However you get there, definitely go there. Yeah. I've never been there, period. So it'd be like just icing on the cake to to have a show, you know? Absolutely. That's like how yeah, I wind yeah. up going to most places. Like I have to play and I'm like, oh, cool. Like check that off the bucket list. Yeah. 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 Do, you, do you guys, uh, are you like a grinding tour band or do you guys get days in between usually? Uh, it depends on the tour, but for the most of the time grinding, like we'll be, uh, playing like six days on one day off and this next tour, it's no days off. Wow. Okay. How it's many literally days? like, it's literally like two weeks straight, uh, no days off. I've never done that before, but we're going to try it. <laughs> I'm ready. How do you uh, how do you keep your voice? How do you uh, how do you keep your voice sounding great? Uh, I warm up every day, and I drink a lot of water, and I try to keep my post show merch booth talking to a minimum. That's the top and one, to man. to a, a low level, but you know stuff shit happens. Sometimes you blow out. You just have to like get through mm -hmm. it. You know, don't talk a lot. Don't talk when you don't have to. I've literally had tours where I was like communicating with my band, like only by text or like writing on like a piece of paper and like holding it up. Cause I was so adamant about not talking cause I didn't want to lose my voice and I was like already going. So yeah, I the, find that drinking a lot of water helps. The dry erase board around the neck. With yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, don't talk to me. I'm not being rude. <laughs> promise. Like, yeah. so in your old, your, your older material, you weren't screaming as much, but now you're adding a lot of screams and stuff like that. So how has that changed your, uh, your regiment? Well, you know, I like from years of doing it, I like learned how to, to scream. And, yeah. um, I started, I was doing it live in the songs where it doesn't have it in the recording at first. Like our live show was just like getting heavier and like more intense. And then I was like, you know, I got to put this on the actual records because I'm doing it live like and it's sick. But um, I don't really feel like that blows me out. I, I have like studied and like learned how to scream correctly. And if I could suggest to anyone that wants to try to do that, a great way uh, to start is to check out the Zen of Screaming um, with Melissa Cross. Yep. Uh, so that's been helpful. Um, and I also like swear by her warmups as well when I'm touring, but yeah, I don't like that. Doesn't, I know how to do it. So it doesn't mess me up now. Yeah. It's weird. Cause, cause he, he doesn't do it yet. We're trying to get him, but he's, what he's like, this? cause I told I, the way I, fa I figured it out. I, I was dumb and I didn't do it before, you know, 
with watching Melissa Cross first is I just kind of did it and you find the spots that feel okay. And you find the way that, but sometimes you mess up and sometimes you just don't sing for three days. <laughs> and, exactly. And it's like trial and error. Yeah. But, but yeah, so you know what I'm saying? There's an area and your there's areas where, you know, you can learn how to do it correctly where it's not like damaging your vocal cords or like right. hurting you. Right. Yeah. I almost find like now, I almost find screaming easier. Like if I'm having a rough night, it's easier to scream stuff than it is to sing. I, I found it's funny. I um, I have students that I have taught how to scream <laughs> because I've helped them find that spot for them, but I still haven't found that right spot for me. It's really it's really kind of funny when I'm when I'm teaching and going through it and stuff. I'm like, they'll do it. And I'll go. That's awesome. What did that feel like? <laughs> how, did that, how did that work out for you? Uh, but yeah, Melissa Cross. Have you ever taken? Did you ever get a chance to like take a lesson with Melissa Cross or talk to her or meet her or anything? No, I just studied that DVD, you, you and sure uh, hopefully someday I will. Yeah, if you get a chance, do she still teaches out here where we live? She's she's out on uh, Long Island. I got to take one lesson with her, and um, and it changed my life. Like it it like really really changed how I approach singing. And I had been singing for fifteen years at that point already. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's definitely on my, that's definitely on my want to do list for sure. Yeah. And she's awesome. She's like super, she's this sweet, funny, cool lady. And like, you, like you'll do, if you do one lesson with her, she'll be like, okay, you can text me forever now. If you have questions, like, I'll shoot her a text. It's been years since I took a lesson and I'll, I'll shoot her a text or something and she'll answer me back. And like, it's that's she's cool. super, super cool. So if you get a chance, I highly recommend it. And anybody that's listening or watching and you're wanting vocal lessons or anything like that, Melissa Cross is awesome. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Could be a sponsor. Could be. We'll Not be. a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So moving away from like singing, which I could talk about all day. Yeah. Um, I see you have a lot of artwork uh, on your body, <laughs> on your arm parts. Uh, so when... Did you start getting tattooed and uh, and it looks like you get some good work done because that looks like a I piece. need more. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. Yes. Anytime you get we one, need more. I, anytime you get one, you're like, I need more. Yeah, man. Um, I think I got like the first one when I was 18. I got like this star on my back. It's just like a black outline. I was like, all right, I'm going to get this. But then, you know, I just like kept, I got like this one and then I added like, these were all like single editions, but I need to get tattooed. I want to get tattooed. I mean, I always want to get tattooed, but like for some reason I just don't. I've been thinking about it a lot lately. I'm like, I just want to be covered. And the only way that's going to happen is if you freaking make an appointment and go, dummy. So I just need to, like, get on it, you know. I'm, like, always like, yeah, I want to get this. I want to get this. But then I just don't do it or I get, like, distracted. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm trying to make that, like, a priority. Do you, do you go in, like, with an idea and go, okay, I want this done? Or, like, his approach is he goes, he brings a bottle of whiskey to his tattoo guy, and he's like, huh. Okay, let's do some stuff today. Yeah, I, I get them for a day. And, Dang, uh, that's a that's cool. Yeah, I'm every time like, I've gotten something, I've been just like, yeah, I want this, you know, and I had that idea, but that's a cool, like, I, I, Russian roulette, tattoo I've Russian never, roulette. I've never had a problem with it. Like, um, it, it's always stuff that still, we do like an interview process where it's like, what are we doing today? I don't know. What are you feeling like today? And if he's, he knows the things I'm into, I'm into like, you know, I'm into comics, I'm into uh, music, I'm into, I'm into artwork in general. Um, so if he's like, oh, I'm kind of feeling this and I'm like, cool. And we work it into something that I like and I'm like, okay, design it where you want to put it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then we just kind of go from there. Um, you got to trust your, you got to trust your artist. Yeah. Uh, very much. Um, I go to gentle J gentle J tattoo, uh, not a sponsor, but he's on Instagram and uh, check out his work. For anybody that's that's in the New York area, yeah, he's fantastic. But yeah, that's what we do. I go in and I'm like, all right, what are we doing today? And he's like, oh, let's let's find out. And then we hang out all day. <laughs> and he does that. That's so. cool. Not a bad I idea. I want to do that. I don't. Uh, I don't draw or anything. Do you? Do you? Are you an artist? Yeah. 
Yeah. I've drawn, yeah, I've drawn some stuff in the past that we've like used for band stuff or like adapted for that. But I mean, I'm, I, I can, I can do all right. Right, well, have you I've ever... definitely like sketched up my a couple of these tattoo ideas, but then I let them idea. run with it. They're not like little stencils. I will like sketch it and like give them that and then like let them do their own spin on it. But I've just done like some light sketching of stuff. Right, right. But you have a vision then. You have this kind of like, this is something I want or this is the idea I want. Um, how did you like color wise, did, how did you go about like picking like, okay, I want I want colorful tattoos. A lot of people are into black and gray. A lot of people are into color. What kind of popped you on? Like you got a colorful arm, right? And for everybody that's listening right now, anybody that's watching, you can see your arm a little bit. If you go to uh, Kaleido's um, Facebook page or their website, uh, you can see she's got lots of pictures, uh, lots of pictures of her arms. You can see, you can see the tattoos. Um, very cool artwork. So thanks. Yeah. Um, I just like color. I, I just was like kind of drawn to that. You know, I liked the like very bright popping artwork on skin. Mm -hmm. um, but I am a fan of like the black and gray as well. Just, I don't know. I just kind of like, I went with color. I wanted bright tattoos. Yeah. My, my first tattoo, I got it when I was 18 and it was, there was red and black. The red was like pink in a month. And Ever since then, I was like, eh, I'm not getting color. Red's tough. Your, yeah. skin, your skin tone doesn't have to red. Yeah, you got, and like, I know, I know what you're saying. It's definitely harder to to maintain that, like, fresh brightness. I just try to, like, put lotion on and put sunscreen on it so that it's not, like, getting fried in the sun because that's, like, Man. horrible for it. Yeah. You could do what I do and just never go out in the daylight. Oh, that, that works, yeah, too. That works. I've, the, the red on my arms is... is 10 years old <laughs> yeah look at that it looks good, good. So, so thank you um so yeah just yeah. don't go out in the sun be a vampire and you're gonna be fine <laughs> stay inside um you i i saw in an interview that you have your alter ego on your arm yeah what you, you got a story behind that's, that yeah that's just like my bad side i call it jane her jane yeah uh, mm -hmm. yeah right here that's her. But yeah, I wrote a song about it. Uh, we have it. You can hear that on uh, all of like, our, the streaming platforms. It's called Jane. So yeah, that's like my, my bad side. <laughs> nice. When, when did you, uh, when did you give your bad side a name? And, and. Uh, I, I don't even remember uh, a long time ago. It's weird, right? Uh, I just, it just came, no. kind of came to me. I don't well, feel, no. feel like I named it. It just was named that. So it just let you know. She let yeah. you know what her name yeah. is. <laughs> well, my, yeah. my wife has the same thing. Me and my multiple personalities over here. <laughs> well, what, what brings Jane out? What are the things that bring Jane out? Like uh, your bad side, does that mean you're, you're like your fighter side? Does that mean you're yeah, like... Yeah, I feel like it's like kind of... It's, it's, like it's like the voice that like tells you to punch him in the face. Mm -hmm. Like when you're like... <laughs> Not that I go around punching people in the face, but it's just kind of like that little, yeah, yeah, do that. Like maybe the not the best decisions. I've kind of gotten it under control as I've gotten older, but like I felt like when I was little, I just had this like little bad voice that was like, yeah, go do that. Let's see. I feel everybody's, like that's what we have. Everybody's got a you good and bad are. voice and yours is on your shoulder physically as well as, yeah, as well as there. So, right. I, I was like, the devil on my shoulder. I like literally exactly. put it on. Yeah, you got the, Jane, <laughs> the Jane on your shoulder. I like it. My wife has one of those. She her name is Jen, and her her alter ego is Penny. After a few drinks, and yeah. she's a uh, she's a hoot. She's definitely a hoot. <laughs> so there you go. Um, so we do have a sponsor. So we got to pay some bills. Yeah. Um, our sponsor is Poddex. Poddex is like you, you played cards against humanity, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. So it's a lot like that. It's little questions, icebreakers. It's uh, questions for up and coming podcasters or people with a little bit of creative block who don't spew out the mouth uh, like we do yeah. constantly. So what we have is our guests pick from which deck they are going to uh, answer a question from. So, so you get to choose the topic of your. Uh 
That's yeah. Questioning. So uh, we have the interview deck, interview deck two, what the heck, and would you rather deck? Uh, uh, so what is the one and two interview? Just interview questions. So they're random interview yeah, questions. Just, oh, it can be okay. Anything. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's go with that. Let's go with number one. All number right. one. It's a, this, I, it, this is like brand new because nobody ever ever picks this. Yeah, I'm glad odd. you picked this. Really? I'm excited, I'm excited to see. People what always in. pick the "Would you rather" or the "What the heck." Yeah. Interview deck. I, I think we did the interview deck like in the very beginning before we started really having guests on. All right. So uh, I'm gonna shuffle, Jim. Yeah. Tell I, uh, I I can't shuffle. We go through this a lot. Uh, I lived in Vegas and I cannot shuffle. I cannot shuffle cards. Um, the best I can do would be just to just throw them yeah. in the and air then pick and them then we'll just pick one. one. Um, I can't so shuffle also, either. Good. See, 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 there's more than you. There's more than me. Okay. All right. <laughs> but uh, just a quick reminder, if you go to poddex.com right now, you use the promo code bacon because mm-hmm. bacon makes everything better, right? You get 10% off your order and you get some pod decks. You can get some awesome swag. Yeah. Which is pretty oh. badass. Right. Right. So uh, I'm going to fan the cards out. Jim's going to stroll his finger. Because I, I can scroll my finger to the side and you can tell me when to stop. Stop. All right. Christina Chris of Kaleido, what's your guilty pleasure? My guilty pleasure. Hmm. Uh, eating. Eating is the guilty pleasure. I think we all got it. Yeah. Eat. Yeah, but eating is. So what's, what's I guess eat, what's, eating <laughs> eating things that are not that great for me, like <laughs> Taco Bell. Taco Bell is my guilty oh, pleasure. Okay. Taco Bell is Taco yeah. Bell. I was actually now asked, that she said it. Now I'm gonna want Taco. Oh, Bell. Don't yeah. That's don't. Works. Dude, it's how it works. Taco Ugh. Bell slides those emails in your 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 email uh, account every once in a while, and it's the worst. It is absolutely worse because that that means you get emailed by Taco Bell. <laughs> then you're just not doing it right. <laughs> I have a Taco Bell app on my phone, and like uh, sometimes it just like does the that bell noise, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like the app sends a notification. It makes that Taco Bell like dong that bell noise. What? And yeah, isn't it? Think of the marketing behind that, right? Oh, Taco Bell genius. has made that specific bell sound make you want to eat tacos yeah yeah like just the bell and you're like yeah yeah that's that's awesome marketing what is your what's your order what's your do you do you get like different things all the time or do you have like a go-to order for tacos? i have a go i have a go-to order and i'm not too happy about the fact that they have somewhat recently eliminated like Mm -hmm. my staple item which is the mexican pizza Yes, that is complete bullshit. Yeah. Uh, And honestly, I'm very upset about that because that was my go-to every single time. So now I just go for three hard shell tacos, pintos and cheese, and the chips and cheese with a large Mountain Dew. That's what I get every single time. Nice. Solid order. Yeah. Yeah. I think think the, uh, the Mexican pizza thing, I think it was a twofold decision because they don't have sporks anymore any either right they don't no i mean what do you what do you need to eat with a spork well pintos and cheese right? pintos and cheese well no you use the regular fork my well, well the taco yeah. bell's here they don't have but yeah sporks there, anymore. there's no sporks there yeah huh how yeah. dare they they've gone right. extinct it's the Tweet worst what you know i I actually just saw a tweet by Doja Cat, and she said, I will do everything in my power to bring back the Mexican pizza at Taco Bell. And I was like, please, ma'am, use your celebrity status to maybe bully them into bringing it back. Because I'm. how can they get rid of literally an item that put them on the map? That's been like, you know, that's like one of their biggest items, I would say, is the Mexican pizza. Yeah. Ever since they started. So I've I've made one. I'm I made one once. It's like McDonald's getting rid of fries. I'm not gonna do fries yeah. anymore. Well, no, no, that's not like McDonald's getting rid of fries. That that's like Taco Bell. If they got rid of a hard taco, that's like uh, okay. McDonald's. Well, McDonald's Big Mac. Big Mac. That's fine. All right. Acceptable. 
Uh, what are your thoughts on cheesy gordita crunch? That Joey uh, gets that every single time. That um, is. Did they do one, away with that? No, no. Actually, it was funny because that was like, uh, uh, like a limited time thing, and then all of a sudden they took it off the menu, and then you could still like secretly order it, like under the table kind of thing. Secret menu. Yeah, and and then I guess they just put it back on the menu. But yeah, that's that's one of my go tos now. But yeah, I agree with you. Mexican pizza, it's it's heartbreaking. I used to really get down on those double decker tacos too. Those were good. I thought okay. those were pretty good. And then also the Cinnabon delights are fire. Right. I that's actually I for, I neglected to mention that like now getting like a two pack of those is always part of my order. God, I okay. love Taco Bell. Now <laughs> I, there's no Taco Bells around here. Um, there's like Alberto's, which is like pretty good mexican it's not it mexican food and i always get it when i come to riverside and like there's a lot of options for mexican food around here in california um but i don't know if there's a taco bell around here but i kind of really want it right now well you what you <laughs> should do is since there's so many options you should see if any of those places have mexican pizza yeah it's not gonna be the same i know yeah, yeah I know. taco bell's worked it out to where like everything kind of tastes uniform like, yeah there's yeah. nothing yeah i've never food. had mexican food from an actual mexican restaurant that tastes anything like taco bell oh no yeah. no well, and like del taco i hate del taco taco bell yeah del taco you know i people people definitely rave about that uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not into del taco. i don't get it i would, I, I would eat a taco from jack in the box before i would eat a del taco <laughs> I have. I have. I don't like Del Taco. I'm just like, maybe I'm too, like, I mean, I just did name my guilty pleasure in life as Taco Bell. So I like, I ride for Taco Bell. Maybe it's like, I less like, oh, Del Taco, you you don't stand up to Taco Bell. But I don't know. I just love Taco Bell. Uh, if you need to, uh, you can use this video because I know that Taco Bell does this thing for bands. Uh, Feed the beat. Yeah. 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 So, um, if you need, I'll shoot you the video of this, and uh, you Dope. can use this for your uh, your your application. Then all my dreams could come true, and I could yeah. get free Taco Bell. That's and, goals. And that, that's why I started a band. That's yeah, what, well, that's, isn't it? That's why I did this whole thing. So hopefully right. one day I can. So one day you could raise your profile enough that you can get. The Mexican pizza to get back on the menu. Get it back on the free menu and then free Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, we have we have a buddy that that's uh, a bass player and um, he had he got a, a Wawa tattoo. Yeah, and showed it to them and they gave him like a card and they give him discounts. And yeah, stuff they like give that. him discounts. He's going around with a Wawa tattoo. So next tattoo. <laughs> there you Maybe, go. Maybe man, like right right here. It's yeah, just the Taco Bell logo. Taco Bell logo yeah. here, Mexican pizza just above it. Yes. Bring back the Mexican pizza. Yeah. R.I.P. Mexican pizza. Yeah. R.I.P. Right. Mexican pizza. <laughs> you get a tombstone with, yeah. with it. God. So in, Too in, funny. in in college, my guilty pleasure because they they for English, I had to write an essay on my guilty pleasure, and he just recently tried it: uh, mustard and potato chip sandwiches. <laughs> That's yeah. what I said when he told me. Yeah. What kind like, of potato chips? Just the traditional. Well, I mean, there's a lot of chip? ways you could go. I, I mean, Christina, you're, if you want to open up a can of worms, <laughs> go right ahead. Uh, so kettle cook obviously is number one. That's that's important. Okay. Um, as far as flavors go, uh, I do like a traditional. Uh, barbecue is pretty good sometimes. Salt and vinegar you don't really need because of the mustard. But you know, a, a traditional chip. I prefer kettle cooked, and uh, white bread. White bread is uh, is the jam for that one. Yeah. Is I, the I bread I'm... toasted at all? No, 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 no toast. No, you don't okay. need. You don't need toast. You get you get the crunchy chip. This sounds like a very doable tour snack that I might just have to try. You're welcome. I'm just <laughs> telling you in advance. You're welcome. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey guys, I got a quick question for you. Are you dog people? 
If you know anything about us, you know that here at Bacon is My Podcast, our dogs are our family members, right? Uh, we love to give them a little something extra to look forward to every month, get them excited, and that's why we subscribe to BarkBox. So every single month, Bruce, Bane, and Bruno are treated to two brand new durable toys, plus like uniquely curated packs of treats. It keeps them excited, keeps them engaged, and uh, you never have to like go out shopping for stuff. So if you have a four-legged furry friend that is your favorite alliteration, we got a special deal for you. Just for being a Bacon Is My Podcast consumer, if you head over to BaconIsMyPodcast.com and scroll to the sponsors, click on the BarkBox link, you'll get an extra toy in your first order from BarkBox. So head over once again, BaconIsMyPodcast.com, click on the BarkBox link, and spoil your favorite four-legged furry friend today. More alliteration. What's your bacon? Are you guys tour pranksters? Yes. Okay. We have been in the past. Um, you sound and we like have you've been, been... reprimanded. <laughs> no. Uh, like, we have done it, and we have definitely been pranked. Nothing too crazy. Um, the last tour we were on was Stitched Up Heart. We didn't do any pranking, but they pranked us. They came on stage um, in, like, a bunch of costumes during our last song. Like, Mixie the singer had, like, this big inflatable T-Rex costume and, like, came out <laughs> on the stage when we were. And so that was a pretty funny one. Um, Alien Ant Farm, uh, funny enough, they came on stage and just took apart, like, Joey's entire drum set, like, while he was playing it, like, and carried it off. Piece by piece, last show of the tour, you know, that's when most of that stuff happens. And then we prank them by playing Smooth Criminal in our set. That was like how we got that. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, um, but I haven't been uh, part of anything like two nuts. Cute little innocent stuff like that. Yeah. Planning ahead. I I recommend the gnoming. Yeah. Gnoming. I like that suggestion. I'll keep that in mind. I mean, we've we've had we've had people talk about. Uh, so Kristen from Conquer Divide was talking about how she went as far as taking a pack of water, taking out a bunch of bottles, mm-hmm. dumping them out, getting cheap ass vodka, filling them up, and then crazy gluing the the uh, the cap back on so this way they would still snap when you opened them. And she hiding, did that to slaves, hiding their waters and replacing it so that. When they brought everything out, she that's said a bad one. Yeah, the yeah. drummer was the first one to get it. She said he was just like playing, and he'd take a big swig and like had to keep playing and <laughs> had to keep going. It was like, ah, yeah, because they were on a they were on a, a click. They they yeah. had tracks going, so they couldn't stop. <laughs> that's that's a bad one, man. Have you ever been? I've. If you're really thirsty, like dying of thirst, the exuberance of like yes. taking a huge swig like that and to have it be vodka oh the worst cheap worst russian weird uh, vodka. I, yeah i i bet you eat, I, it wouldn't matter i think i think if it was the world's greatest vodka yeah if i was going for water you didn't expect it. and i was like thirsty that would be an awful situation yeah that would be pretty bad but apparently johnny craig loved it but good prank though it's a good solid solid prank yeah, yeah that's pretty good so gnarly well thank you so much for hanging out with us yeah oh yeah thank you guys we do need you before we go though i i just want you to to uh before we do the the um socials and all that kind of stuff uh you guys just released a song oh yes right i want you to talk about that a little bit and are you uh planning on uh do you have anything else coming out relatively soon or are you just kind of working on uh panic in a pandemic workshop in that for a little while um what's how did that come about where can people see it don't go away we'll be back right after these messages Okay, so in a world of streaming services, where can you find breaking news, live sports, and a mountain of entertainment? Look no further than Paramount Plus. With plans as low as $5.99 per month, you'll gain access to the following. Live news from 
both national and local CBS networks, live sports from the NFL, NCAA, PGA, and much, much more. Your favorite MTV, BET, Nickelodeon, and Comedy Central shows from past and present. New original content like The Stand or Star Trek Picard or SpongeBob's Camp Coral. Smithsonian Channel shows and documentaries. Movies and much, much more. Go to BaconIsMyPodcast.com, click on the Sponsors tab, and click on that Paramount Plus link. And open yourself to peak streaming service. That's BaconIsMyPodcast.com. Click on the Sponsors tab. Then on the Paramount Plus link and dive into thousands of episodes, live TV, original series, and hit movies right now. Do it. Well, uh, Panic in a Pandemic was the like thoughts and frustrations of what I felt during this weirdest time of probably most of our lives. Um, and then, you know, not being able, never in a million years did I ever imagine that like something would come and take away the thing that I love the most in life, which is my band and touring and playing shows and just doing this. It's my career. Um, so that song was like, just literally my like feelings and thoughts. And I just like put it into that song and it, it happened really fast. So we decided to, to drop that one, obviously, as a single because it was like during the pandemic. We wanted to get it out. But yes, we have a lot of new music and we are planning our next release right now and as well as recording a bunch of new songs. So sooner than later, as we're announcing touring plans and stuff like this coming up, we're going to be um, announcing like some new music drops as well. Awesome. Awesome. Nice. So something for people to look forward to. Um, I really like the song. I love the lyrics. Yeah. Um, you have a lot of really introspective lyrics in your music, and I think it's really cool. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I think um, you're welcome. Uh, thank you. Uh, Sometimes, like, you can tell when a writer is kind of writing a song to write a song, and you can tell when a writer is writing to communicate and get something out. And, uh, and I think those moments when you find them are pretty special and pretty awesome. So uh, it's a, and it's, and it's a, it's a scary thing to do as a writer too, yeah. you know, when you, when you do that. And then, then you think to yourself like, okay, it really hurt to write this. It really hurts to sing this. And now it's going to be sung every night. And I'm going to put myself there every single night. That's I know those feelings. Out. Right. And then, and then, even better and bad sometimes you get someone that comes up to you and goes i really understand that song and you're like i'm sorry <laughs> that you understand that i'm so sorry uh so as as someone that appreciates appreciates lyrics like that and uh, writers like that thank you for doing that and um and people should definitely uh don't sleep on the lyrics nope. uh the, they're rocking songs and they're yeah they jam and throw them on and drive fast but uh yeah <laughs> Thank you. That's definitely like a, a reward uh, for, you know, going through what we go through as writers and a reward uh, on the other side is when it does help other people yeah. go through similar situations or connect them with words, like helps put words to emotions that they may have felt and, and been un unable to describe themselves and that's like happened to me with a lot of our songs i've gotten some feedback from people that are like you know this song literally put into words how i've been feeling and i couldn't i couldn't you know say it myself so thank you for that and that just like really is rewarding to me as an artist and just a human to be able to help others through music yeah i mean that's it ends up kind of being like that's why we're here you know what I mean? That's why you're yeah. here. You're here to do that. Um, and you're doing it. And that's awesome. So just want to get that out there. Yeah. <laughs> just absolutely. Put that out. <laughs> no, that was a good one. Uh, do you have you um, just as a curiosity thing, because I know sometimes when I'm writing um, very few times that I've been writing a song, do I know what that song is about or know what I'm drawing from in my own experience because I'm usually in it still. And maybe that's my way of realizing that I'm in it. 
Um, and it's later when I look back at it that I'm like, oh, shit, <laughs> like that's that's what that's about. that's that's what that was meaning. And that's where that was going. And that's that helped me move forward and stuff. Do you do you have does that happen to you? Have you had that or do you kind of like are you super in the moment where you just know kind of like I'm I'm translating my feelings to page and this is what it is? You know, it's it's been both. I've gone through things where uh, I have written about it as I'm going through it and I get it out like that. And then there's other times where I don't feel inspired to write about it while it's happening. But when I come out on the other side, I'm able to put that together as a song. And, and I don't know if that's like a, a later type of like therapy for myself to like you know, wow, you, you went through that difficult time and like now you're over that and you can like write about it. Whereas in other, other situations, I have had to write about it while I'm going through it and it's helped me work it out. So it's kind of like both. I, I feel like it's, I don't ever like force myself to really write a song. Mm. I, I let it come like when it comes, when the muse, you know, is there, I, I yeah, yeah. try to capture it. So I've, I've definitely experienced both. Yeah, anytime I've sat down to try and write, it it doesn't it doesn't work out. You know, it doesn't yeah. work out too well, right? Right. Yeah. It's like, oh well, this is I'm gonna immediately throw this away. <laughs> but then, like yeah. you said, there's those times where you know that's why we have the phone memos with one line in it that, yeah. like, two years from now, that line is the what perfect line and opens up the song that we write and all those kinds of things. So, but just totally. curious as a writer, you know, like I, I always I'm I'm super interested in other people's kind of like methods and process. and process and what they go through when they're writing um just like anything else it's like okay like do other people look do it the way i do it <laughs> is there other way can i learn something can i you know how do, how do you do that especially with people with uh with deep lyrics and lyrics that are kind of like hey everyone here's the inside of me you know like um that that always strikes me as like oh man how how did you get there because this is how i get there and cool <laughs> you know, like uh, we're all human <laughs> we yeah. all, it's not just me awesome <laughs> so, and i think that's what I people hear. i think that's what happens when people listen to it too yeah, i think they hear sure. it and they go oh man <laughs> it's not just me i get it you know and i think that's kind of like that helps but uh on on the writer side of it i think sometimes we don't get the benefit of that um and it, until we speak to somebody else that's that's a writer that's going through it we can go oh man your process is similar to mine and cool i i get how you did that and i that's awesome so so yeah okay i interrupted you but sorry no 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 <laughs> hey no this, that was good what, what do i know <laughs> but you you need to tell everybody christina where they can find you where they can find your band where they can find your music where they can buy your merch because guys Nobody's been touring. That's yeah. how everybody makes money. Exactly. You don't get money from Spotify. Plays, making the money believe from the me. Spotify plays. Uh, you don't get you don't get money from that. So buy the merch. Tell them where you can find it. You can find our merch and all things Kaleido, including links to all of our socials on our website, which is kaleidoband.com. Just one word, kaleidoband.com. And then if you are looking for our music, you can hear it on Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, Google Play, anywhere that you can like stream or download. Our stuff's up there. YouTube as well. Check out some of our music videos, Kaleido TV. And yeah, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Kaleidoband. And mine is at Christina Chris. And we will have links to everything in our description so you guys can uh, easily just click on it. But uh, if you're listening and you're wanting to look it up right now because you're somewhere, it's K-A-L-E-I-D-O, Kaleido. For those with the spelling impairment. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, if you ask me to spell I it. Before e, I before E, except yeah. Kaleido. Except yeah. Kaleido. <laughs> yeah. I like that. There you go. Where did they find you? Where did uh, Here. <laughs> No, uh, no. Uh, you can find me personally at me, my own self, Mike. That is, uh, wow, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. You can find my band Something Heavy at at Something Heavy Band. Uh, all the socials, uh, and of course, you can hear our stuff yeah. with Bacon is my passion on all social, all the 
you know, all the stuff, all the things, all the, all the things. streaming platforms and whatnot. Uh, the there's also bacon is my podcast.com where you can get some sweet swag. Yes. Check that stuff out. Uh, I am Jimmy G shoes on the socials. Some a lot of pictures of my feet places. Yeah. Feet with shoes on, not just naked feet. That's a, that's weird. No one, no one see that. Um, you could be making some money, man. Oh, I'm sure some right. people would be paying for those feet pics. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let, me, let, me, let me know. Slide into my DMs and tell me if you want to see my feet. <laughs> my, band, my band Craving Strange is at cravingstrange.net. From there, you can link to all of our socials. You can find us everywhere um, on Spotify, Apple Music, everything. Uh, check out our new song, Ashes, which is out now. Um, and uh, yeah, that's where you can find me. Yeah. So, uh, Christina. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for spending some time with us. It's been awesome. We had a fun conversation. Uh, thank you, I, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, and if you guys are doing anything, if you ever want to, if you want to pop in for a minute or two and promote something or whatever, just consider the door open for you guys. Yep. Thanks so much. You guys are welcome. Pop Anytime. in and be like, I appreciate that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Anytime. Your family now. You are the bacon family now. Hey, thank you guys. This was a lot of fun. I appreciate it. And I think after this past week, we all know what her bacon is. Well, she's got a lot of bacon. She's got a lot of bacon. A lot of bacons, but art is her bacon. Writing is her bacon. Right. Music is definitely her bacon. For touring sure. is her bacon. Yeah. Absolutely, touring is her bacon. So that leads the question that you need to always ask yourself. Yeah. What's your bacon? <laughs>